This is the Pete Carroll Show. Right, here we go now, here we go now, here we go. On Cairo Radio 97.3 FM, where the 12s hear the Hawks. The Pete Carroll Show is brought to you by Pizza Hut and the Pro Club. Now with Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll, here's Dory Monson. Well, after a much-needed break for the players, the coaches, heck, the fans, after that exhausting, exhilarating Monday night football win that seems like it was uh, two months ago, the Seahawks are back in action this Sunday in Philadelphia against the Eagles. You will hear that game right here on your home of the Seahawks, 97.3 Cairo FM. And as he does every Friday, Pete Carroll drops by for a little visit. Hey, Coach, great to talk with you. Good to talk to you too, Dory. It's been a while. It has you been. Okay? It's been, been okay way too. Long. Us there? Uh, you made it. Yeah, yeah. And I won't ask you what you did on your bye because I know you won't answer me anyway. There you go. Okay. There All right. Go. So, so Deal. Pete, you are challenging me always to challenge you. You, you always want me to take these things to a next level, right? You want me sure. to bring it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, always. <laughs> okay. So, so bring it. What do you got? What I'm, you got well, I'm trying to think, you know, because you've talked about the Monday night game. Everybody's analyzed the Monday night game. But I saw the piece that you wrote. I saw it on LinkedIn. I don't know where you posted it about the grit factor. And I have only talked to you very briefly in passing about that. And I've never gotten in depth so do you want to do a little mini TED Talk with me here today? Sure, whatever you want. I'm all yours. Okay. All right. Because you kind of – you said that 49er game Monday night was kind of an example of the grit that is so important to you and your team. So, so let's start with that. How and why did that game just kind of emblemize what you define as grit? Well, it, it – the, the way we we relate to the, this concept of grit is we, it, it all starts with passion. You know, you, the, you have to have passion to, to to have this kind of connection to the ability to work through stuff, which which is about persevering. You know, you, if you're going to persevere, you got to have some love in there, and you got it's got to be deep to keep pushing because you, you're you're pushing to persevere when things are tough, and uh, we. To, to always keep coming back and always keep fighting and clawing and scratching, there's got to be a reason to have some hope so you can you can find the resilience that it takes to uh, you know to, to bounce back and to, and to overcome the obstacles and kind of maybe not even see the obstacles, just see the see the uh, the end results you're shooting for. So it starts with passion and, and perseverance is part of it, and, and resilience is a big part of it. And and uh, you know there's a, this this whole makeup about being driven, you know, and. and there's reasons why there's purpose in, in, in why we, we, we fight so hard and, and push for what we want. And and the people that really have great passion seem to be those that find their best at the finish, you know, and then they, they can bring it bring it about when it comes down to closing time. And so that that's the, the kind of makeup we you know we hope to find in our players and it's the kind of makeup we hope to uh, find in our team. And so when we get opportunities to really be up against it and and you may look like there's no chance for you to have a, an opportunity to come through and then you find a way somehow, and you keep on plugging, and you hang in there, and and you keep all that that love battling, and and you're available for great finishes because you you've you've stayed with the opportunity, and then you got your chance to finish and do right at the end, you know. And so that's really kind of the the mentality of it all, and and uh, it's something we've you know we were inspired by from uh, Angela Duckworth, 
you know, out there at Penn, and she's she's been a friend of ours since we first heard about it, and it's just made sense to us, and it's become part of our vernacular. Well, and here's what you've just proven to me, although I had no doubt about this going in, but you didn't know I was going to ask you about this, but you just proved how you have completely internalized this because I've got that list right in front of me. Passion, perseverance, resilience, driven to succeed, finishing. And you didn't have to to think for a moment about any of those things. This is something that you have just completely internalized and made a part of you. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, well, it, it has. It's become, it's, it's become all part of the fabric of the culture, you know, and, and uh, you know, we can we we can feel that those players that really relate, and and we you know we kind of herald those guys that really are the examples, and the ones that are really just have the the makeup to to be that way, and 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 and, and we also feel like we we can help people become more gritty. You know, we we feel like we can maybe tap in and, and find the reasons for them to be more passionate, and we can show them how to persevere, and we can give them reasons to have hope. You know, so that they 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 can be resilient, and, and on and on. So. Um, and then we've got a whole, you know, you know how much time I spend on finishing, you know, and, yeah. and always doing right longer than the other guys. Well, that's all part of uh, the kind of the storyline here that we think is it's helpful when we know what we're trying to create and what we're trying to become. So how do you teach people to be gritty? I mean, you, I, I, I know that that's the goal, but are, are there some people who are ungrittable? If, if that's a word. <laughs> well, the, you know, the whole our whole pursuit of this thing happened a long time ago when I, I heard Angela Duckworth on a TED Talk, and, and she was talking about it. She got right to the end of it. And she said, and the, the, the problem with this is we just don't know uh, that, that we can teach grit or we can, we can help anybody understand how to become more gritty or whatever she said at the end of her thing. And we hung up. Uh, she, uh, that was over, and, and we picked up the phone and tracked her down and said, wait a minute, we think that you can. And I didn't even know what grit was when I was first listening, but it made sense to me that everything that we do is to try to uh, encourage and nurture the, this mentality. And so uh, well, I don't know that you can make a person who's not a gritty person gritty, but you can certainly affect their level of passion, you know, by if you can inspire them and connect with them. And you can certainly give people reason to keep working or get them in great shape so they can go longer than they thought they could. And, you know, and, and you can, so the elements of, of grit can be worked on uh, and, and you can help people understand how to finish, you know, and, 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 and know the, the makeup of what a finish is all about, where you, you just keep doing things right and you just outlast the people that you're going against, you know, you, so that we can teach it. So we can make you grittier. I don't know that we can make you a gritty person on whatever scale that would be, yeah. but we, can, we think we can enhance it. Okay, that's interesting to me. So you learn about the concept in a TED Talk from this doctor. Then she said something at the end you disagreed with, and, yeah. and you called her... And and challenged her. That's really I, I did not. I've never heard that before. That's really interesting. I mean, that shows some some guts and confidence on your part that you're challenging the origin of this on one of her core things. Well, you know, the reason that it, it it kind of rung true to me is we've always had uh, we've developed kind of a, com- a competitor scale, you know, for our players, and and, and uh, so that we can kind of gauge and, and measure where we think they are, and so that we can help them try to become more competitive. And that we that was already intact. So when I heard her, this just made sense. As it made me more sense that I, that I knew she had some science behind it. So we just kind of latched on, and after some good conversations, we decided to kind of you know borrow from her and use some of our own, and, and, and you know make some sense of all this. Okay, uh, here's what struck me coming out of the game, just, just to broaden it out since we've all talked out the game. Uh, one of the things I love about sports is just the sheer human drama. 
of it uh, because nothing nothing's real in this world, Pete. You know, politics isn't real. Reality shows on TV aren't real. They're they're all concocted by producers. But we saw real stuff there. We saw Jason Myers, who everybody was down on, come through in you know this incredible fashion. And it struck me that we were seeing a level of reality that has become increasingly rare, and that's what I still love about sports. Yeah, well, I, I you know I heard so many uh, references over the week we were off and uh, about that game and how it affected people and all, and I was kind of trying to figure out why why it was a game that captured so many people in, in in such an obvious way. And I'm not so sure that it wasn't about Jason Myers wasn't a big part of that, knowing that the week before hadn't turned out right and and, and he hadn't done what he wanted to do, and and now he's you know he's got to hit a game winner in regulation and he does, and then he's got to hit one. In, in overtime, and he does, and then he, then they call timeout. He's got to do it again. You know, it was just you know how many times has the guy got to come through and prove that he's back, and you know, and, uh, and so I think that was such a great part of this, the end of this game, as well as all of the rest of the stuff that happened. But uh, I think you hit it. I think Jason's story was really uh, one that hit everybody's heart. When you say so many people said how much the game meant to them, how about to you? Because I I know you tell me that you go into every game exactly the same. But uh, that had to be particularly significant among your all-time regular season wins because of what it did for you in the division race, in the battle for best record in the conference, and just in what it revealed about your team. Yeah, it, it was one of my favorites. And, and because the opportunity was, was you know, just as good as you could hope for, you know, an undefeated team playing before the biggest crowd in the history of their their place, you know, and, and uh, uh all of the buildup about the competition for, you know, going down the road, we're going to play them in the last game of the year. So this is, what does this mean to all of that? Uh, you know, we're playing back in the Bay area, you know, I, there's a little something, something going on there. Um, there was just a lot of stuff, you know, and, and to see our guys, you know, we, we knew that that was a big opportunity and we handled it really well. And we were able to uh, outlast and come through at the end of it. Uh, and it just, it's just the next game, but it was, uh, with all of that writing on it, the fact that we played so hard and so completely, uh, everybody contributing, uh, we really did take a lot out of that. So it was, a, it was a good accomplishment. And how did the defense turn around so dramatically? Because I, I know that it had been challenging the couple of weeks prior to that, and it was it was just a fantastic effort in that game. What, what was the turnaround on day? Well, we were certainly more active rushing the passer. Uh, Jadavian had had a huge game, and, and that you know he, you can't, you know, I don't think you can kind of pinpoint unless you start with him because he had such an impacting game. And then uh, Jay Reed had a great game too, and, and, and was able to be right in the middle of all of the uh, of the turnarounds and the, and the pressures and all that stuff. So those two guys really came to life in this game. Now I can't tell you why it was different this week. Uh, but it just was on. They were just on, and they kind of played off each other, as well as all of the rest of the guys on defense played well. I, I thought that the safeties showed up, and, and you know, uh, Quandre Diggs had an impact in, yeah. in that. He had a couple of big plays, and of course, an interception. But he had a couple of really big hits and, and tackles and stuff. And, uh, and Bradley McDougal came through also with with some big hits. And it just seemed like we were on the ball. We could have had four or five picks in the game. We had a couple, you know, turnovers. We had three turnovers, but we could have had more. So we were all over the foot. So there was just a lot of really positive things, but I think it starts up front, and I think with uh, Jay Reed and, and Clowney, I think those guys really kind of set the thing in motion. Yep, it was impressive. All right, let's see if they can keep that defense going on Sunday against the Eagles. All right, Coach, hold on. Pete Carroll is with us. He's going to spend the rest of the half hour with us. It is the Pete Carroll Show. We'll talk more about this game coming up against the Eagles. 
as the Pete Carroll Show continues on the Dory Monson Show. We are back with the coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll. They are taking on the Eagles Sunday morning, 10 a.m. kickoff. I'll be on the air at 7 a.m. with our pregame coverage here in your home of the Seahawks, 97.3 Cairo FM. All right, coach, you're sitting at 8-2. and two. Next win means that Russell Wilson would become the first quarterback in the history of the NFL to have eight straight winning seasons to start his career. In the history of the NFL, Pete, I mean, all these names, all these quarterbacks, what does that tell us? Yeah, that, 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 I, did, I didn't know that was coming. Um, that, that's, a, that's a great marker, you know, and, and he's had a career already of firsts, you know, where he's just done things so well, at, you know, coming out of the shoots and all and, and continue to put up numbers and consistency and all of that kind of stuff. That's, that's big time. And I, I didn't know that number was out there. But um, I, I think it just, it's just another statement about his makeup and the, the character and the competitor that he is. You know, he's so consistently uh, Russ, and, and he just continues to, to find ways to be that, that marvelous competitor that he is, that it's, it's just it's, it's paid its way to this kind of a record opportunity, you know, and he'll get that one, um, you know, before long. So that's, that's really cool that that's happening. It's, it's really interesting, too, because he and Lamar Jackson are considered the, the co-favorites for the MVP. Lamar Jackson being hailed for his running. And it seemed like early in his career, Russell was almost downgraded. For, for that aspect of his game. He's not a, he's not a true passer. He's not, it seemed like people didn't give him the respect earlier in his career because he was so mobile, and now that's what Lamar Jackson's being hailed for. Yeah, well, Dory, don't you think that, that that happened because people doubted Russ's ability? Yes. And they, they didn't think he could make it, so they had all made that statement that, oh, he's not going to be, you know, he, he'll be a flash in the pan or whatever. And so they looked for ways to justify the fact that they were wrong, you know. And uh, he just outlasted them and proved them that he was way more than that. And then he proved all of the doubters that, that he is the real deal. And uh, I, I think that that's, that's kind of common, you know, human nature a little bit to cover for yourself. And, but uh, he, he's, he's leaving no doubt now yep that's for sure pretty pretty extraordinary uh injuries i know the bye week came at a at a really good time start start with tyler lockett who everybody was really concerned about when we heard that he was left behind and in a hospital for a couple of nights and now uh and now he might be back tell where's he at yeah he he had he had a good thursday yesterday and, and came through and looked good at practice and uh and we protect him a little bit in his reps, but um, he's going to be able to play in the game. We're really thrilled to have him back. And how about Luke Wilson? Uh, Luke is a little more of a long shot. Okay. Uh, Luke's a little mystery man. You know, he's he's done some miraculous things in terms of coming back from where we, you know, he's got a little, uh, uh, you know, special stuff to him. So we're going to give him a chance to, to do some Lazarus type stuff here. We'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. I think it's in the hair. I, th- I think the hair gives people Might some. Be. Some secret Might powers, be. and uh, so so just briefly on the game coming up. You know, no, te- I did a little research, Pete. No Good. team in NFL history has ever played three consecutive overtime games. You like to make history, Pete. Why don't you manipulate? I wouldn't mind that. That, that. That's what this game has for us. We're certainly going to be ready. Okay. <laughs> we'll, you know, so I'm, you know, we'll we'll be well versed. <laughs> Tell me about the Eagles, because I, I know that they are. Uh, they're frustrated sitting at 500. They're they're considered uh, a bit of an enigma this season. This is a winning team, you know. They, they just go back to the championship year just a couple years ago, and a lot of their players are still there. 
coaches are still there. They've, they've got to make up an understanding of what it takes. They had a big comeback last year. I think they started four and six and then, and then got, got going pretty good. Um, we don't want to let that start this week, but they're, they're still within striking distance and they've got championship players, you know, so uh, the scheme is tough on both sides of the ball. Uh, they've, they, they have experience. They've got playmakers. So we, we hold these guys in high regard and we give them the respect that the champions deserve. And, and so uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll put together a good game and, you know, get out there and get, get away and get a win and get back home. Yeah. And, and while it's so important for you to stay in that division battle, to stay in the conference best record battle, I mean, they're fighting for their playoff life, so you know what they're going to be bringing. Yeah, we're, we're counting on that. We're counting on them really. You know, they they, they got beat barely last week, at, you know, at home uh, with New England. Okay, that's a, one of the best teams in, in football, and they had them right down to the nub. You know, they had a chance to tie the game up on the last play of the game and couldn't handle a deep pass. But uh, so they're right there. So they're they're frustrated and they're going to be tough, and we, we're counting on that. Okay. Well, Pete, have a great trip back to Philly. Uh, excited for this home stretch, these last six regular season games, and then onward and upward from there. Okay, Dory. If, if you need any help, you know, trying to get, become a little more passionate, give me a call. Okay. Well, you know, want to persevere a little bit. Well, we can talk about that. Okay, well, you know what, I might need help on because uh, I'm thinking about running for governor. Will you endorse me if I do that, Pete? Well, I have to. I got. I got to take a look at how gritty you are, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Pete, have a great trip. Thank you. See you. Okay. Right, Pete Carroll taking his Seahawks back to Philly to take on the Eagles this Sunday, and uh, you can. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Nine eight ninety seven three. We'll check the news for you, and then the fastest fifteen coming up next here on the Dory Monson Show.